Blog Talk Radio.
hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, fall fresh on me. I don't want my living to be in vain. I don't want my running to be in vain. I don't want to do all of this stuff and say I'm doing it unto God. And in the end, I miss the mark. Oh, no, 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 no. That won't work. But we thank God this morning. He is almighty God and have all power. There is no higher power. And we're thankful unto him for another July the 4th. Yeah, he brought us through another year. Another year in this country that we are yet able to do many things that we want to do. So many people say, oh, well, you black, you're not free. You African-Americans, you're not free. The devil is a fool and a liar. He'll make a fool and a liar out of you, but you got to let him do it now. Because whom the Son set free, oh, glory to his name, is free indeed. Some days I don't even remember that this is America, where I am. What I remember is Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I remember this. If I keep my mind on him, he'll keep me in perfect peace. I remember I can look to the hills from which cometh my help. Hey, glory. All of my help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. Yeah, no leadership of America made America. God made it. He made the heavens and the earth. And if we rejoice in him, You'll soon see your troubles are not what you think they are. Your troubles are not as bad as you think that your troubles are. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is faithful. And he's looking for some faithful people. Yeah. He is looking for some faithful people. And that's what we want to be. We want to be faithful. In season, out of season, it don't matter what no one else is doing. We want to be with God. We want to be for him. Because listen what he said to us. Listen, if he be for us, he is more than the whole world against us. Now that's if he's for us. And we need to work and do our best to be for him. Look at this God. Somebody told you you wouldn't make it. Somebody said you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. You couldn't have this and you couldn't have that. Somebody said that particular job, you can't have it because you don't have the credentials. Well, you just felt strong in your spirit to apply for the job anyway. Applied and got it. <laughs> Some people didn't apply. A supervisor on the job or some boss on the manager on the job came to you and asked you, did you want the job? But they had already, somebody already had told you you couldn't get that position because you don't have the proper credentials. Uh, I'm talking about Almighty God this morning that have all the power. There is no higher power. All powerful God, Jehovah, made the heavens and the earth. Yes, he did. He's got the last word on everything concerning you. The doctor have told folks they wouldn't live. They wouldn't live for a week. They lived another 30, 40 years. 
He's got the last word on your life. We're going to stop listening to what the devil say. We're going to stop listening to what people say who the devil is using, who allows the enemy to use them. We're going to stop it. Because who report are you going to believe? See, I, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Uh, his report says I'm healed, I'm filled, and I have the victory. His report said I'm a winner from the day I was born. Well, I was a winner even before I come forth out of my mother's womb. I'm a winner. That's what his report said. His report says I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Again, this morning, his report says I can look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help, you see, it comes from this almighty God that have all power who made the heavens and the earth. So I can look to the hills from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord, the God that made the heavens and the earth. Yeah, that, that's where my help comes from. It didn't come from the paycheck. It didn't come from working on the job. It didn't come from my retirement money. It didn't come from my disability money. Yeah, it didn't come from what people give. It come from him. He opened the door and made the way. <clears throat> Excuse me. me faith. And everywhere I go, I have favor. And if I get there and I find out it, it appears that I don't have favor there, I just stand still. Because in my standing still, I'm about to see the salvation of the Lord. I'm about to see how he worked this thing out. He is good to us over and over and over again. He won't withhold nothing from you if you love him and you're obeying him and you're doing the very best that you can. Hey, he won't hold it from you. He's a faithful God. Faithful, faithful, faithful. I call him faithful, hallelujah, because he's always there, always there for us, no matter when we call on him. Some of us have been through the storm and lots of rain, but this morning we can say we made it. I've had lots of heartache and pain, got a call, a text this weekend that my grandson in the hospital and a threatening uh, kidney failure. I cried out to the Lord. David said he cried unto the Lord. I cried out to the Lord for him. I told him, Lord, you got to fix this. Nobody else can. But I want to tell you something. We can't make a start with God and turn back. We can't be with God and saying we're here and we done pledged to be with him, vowed to be with him, say we accepted him, and then we go do whatever our flesh want us to do. Whatever is pleasing unto our flesh, that's what we go and do. Now, let, let's not do that. Let, let's stay on the straight and narrow. If I say I'm a preacher, if I say I'm a minister, I need to walk accordingly. I may have some thorns in my flesh. And I'm praying and asking God to work the thorns out in my flesh. But I got to stay before him. I got to stay on the altar until he delivers me. I know this is good when them folks say they want to ordain me as a minister because they done heard me teach the Sunday school lesson and speak in Sunday school. And they, and they heard it. But I, I can't take the position 
until I know God is ready for me to take it. Because except he draw us, we can't come. Men have got a calling on their life, they can't do it. Some, some they, they're so crossed up in their mind. they crossed up in their mind. And when you like that, and you can't just step out and obey God, and God done sent two or three witnesses to tell you, then what's happening is you're listening to too many different people. You are listening to too many different people. You let, let me tell you, the one that's teaching the report of the Lord, the good report, that's that, that's where you want to be. Those that's teaching, we got to get right with God. We know not a day, not an hour when he's returning, but he's coming back and he's looking for his church without spot or wrinkles. These are the people you want to hang out with. And find your spot so you can be taught from Genesis to Revelation, so you can be taught the truth. Not what feel good to your flesh, because a lot of that is going on to get what's in your pocket. Because people pay to feel good. Ask the beautician, the operator. Ask her, hey, uh, when you do have what happen, I get paid. Ask the barber, when you cut have what I get paid. <laughs> so you ask the right preacher, when you preach what happened, I get paid. When you teach Bible study, well, I get paid. The more members I bring in, the more time and offer, the more money I'm going to have. It's a business. They treat it like it's a business. I'm telling you the truth this morning. We don't want to be a part of man's business because he's using the name G-O-D, J-E-S-U-S-L-O-V-E to get in your pocket. You know what to say. You know the right buttons to push. Listen, I, I've seen preachers, they know when to take the volume up and the, org, and the organ player or piano player take it up with him and they know how to bring it down when he bring it down. All of that is the work you so you'll go in your pocket. Yeah. But listen, we need Jesus this morning. There's no ifs and ands and buts about it. We need Jesus, and we need to stay with him. I love my bishop. I love my pastor. But guess what? Whatever they bring forth, I'm going to the scripture. Yeah, I'm going to the word of God to make my calling and election sure with him. It's his word. It's not their word. It's his word that I have to give honor to. It's his word that I have to live daily. It's his word that I have to walk up right in every single day of my life. Not Wednesday, Sunday, and whenever we at the church. Every day. Not when I go to a gospel concert, but every day when no one else is around, I yet got to live the word. Well, Bible, what are you talking about? The eyes of the Lord are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. He see what's done in the open, and he see what's done in secret. Oh, yeah, he does. And I'm grateful unto him. I appreciate him. I thank him. There's none like him. Hallelujah. So this morning, we want to seek God. 
about every little thing. We want to remember we are on the winning team. We already won. The victory is already won for us. We may go through the motion. Sometimes I stand on the mountain and look down and watch the battle because I don't have to fight. He's fighting for me. But we won't know this unless we get in the word and stay there. Yeah, I found me some promise scriptures, his promises. Well, God promised me, and I stay with it daily. That Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, trust in the Lord with all the, with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct that path. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Let me tell you something. I live by that. Whatever come my way, I got to let it go. I, I, I don't want stress. I don't want pressure. I don't want doubt to creep in. I don't want to judge others. I don't want to talk about people. But what I do want to do is be free. <laughs> and I want to see that I'm the winner every time. So if I trust him with all my heart, all is a big, big word. It covers a lot. If I trust in him with all my heart and lean not to mine own understanding, before I make a step of anything, I pray he's going to show me the way to go. It's going to be the right way. It's going to be the way of winners. It's going to be the way of success. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful unto him this morning for another July the 4th. I'm grateful unto him this morning that he woke me up closed in my right mind with the use and activities of my limbs, life, health, and strength. I'm grateful unto him. I appreciate him this morning. There's none like him. But Sean Mitchell wrote the song that says, we can search all over. You won't find nobody, nobody greater, nobody greater than Almighty God. He say search high and low. <laughs> he still couldn't find nobody. Hallelujah. Nobody greater. And just think this morning, greater is living in you. If you're a believer, greater is living in you. He lives in you. All you got to do is stir him up. Every day, all I got to do is lift my hand. I don't even have to lift my hand. I can just begin to tell him thank you and mean it. That's all I got to do is just begin, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. God, I thank you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you and mean it. You're going to feel the presence of the Lord in a little bit. Do you hear me? <laughs> he inhabit the praises of his people. When our praises go up to him, his blessings come down to us. But see, we forget many days gone and praising. Yeah, I love praising him. Hallelujah. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. He won't even owe you for praising him. No, he won't. No, he will not. If you praise him from a sincere heart, he's going to send his blessings your way. Many times it's unexpected blessings. Hallelujah. I got a $12 check in the mail last week. <laughs> it said it was from some kind of lawsuit or something. 
And there were so many people. Each one of us got $12. Okay, good. Because I know the lawyers got much more. I didn't even know what that was all about, but I got my $12 check, took it right on to the bank. Yes, I did. <laughs> the unexpected blessing. I thank God for the $12. Because I believe I thank him for the 12 The next time it may be $12 million, huh? Yeah, we got to thank him for what we think is small. But with him, for me, nothing is small because God don't have to do anything. He brought us forth. He made the heavens and the earth, put us in the earth. Told us not going to be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Cause us to work. Cause you to have income to give. And because you give, you plant, harvest is always coming your way. Huh? You don't have to worry about it. I'm learning more and more. Give it up. Let it go. Do what you're supposed to do. And you don't have to sit around and worry about bills. You don't have to sit around and worry about you want to do this, you want to do that. Next week, I want to take a vacation. And I just didn't want to leave Jesus in the morning. Oh, no, 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 no. It's time now. Go get some rest. I didn't want to leave it. The people, the people, go get some rest. I can remember back, let me tell y'all something. When I lived in the project in Hilltop, the Lord would come and say, okay, now get some rest. Get some rest. And I would be like, yes, Lord, I'm going to get some rest. I would tell myself, okay, tonight you're going to bed at 7.30. Okay, not only that, but I'm going to sleep in the weekend. The night comes, 7.30, done come and gone. I'm still up playing around, looking at TV or whatever I'm doing. Sometimes I might be listening to the audio Bible, whatever. When I know anything, it's 11 o'clock. It come back to me. You said you were going to bed 7.30. Well, I go on 11 o'clock. I wake up the next morning, I'm a little droggy. The weekend come, I'm supposed to be sleeping in. I done thought of everything to get up early to do but sleep in. Now, the Lord, did, did he not warn me? Because the scriptures say warning comes before destruction. Yeah, warning comes before destruction. Had I taken heed to what he said, I would have been better off. But then here come Monday. I got to get up for real on Monday. It, 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 it no, it's no choice. It's what must be done. Then all of a sudden, I get a flood of calls. Hey, can you come to St. Augustine? Hey, can, can you come to Daytona? Uh, look at what uh, what your calendar looks like uh, uh, this Wednesday over in Lake City. Huh? He said, get some rest. But many times, we he give us the instructions, we just don't follow them. We keep doing what it is we want to do. Don't worry about that. Worrying is a sin. Don't be over-concerned. Go back to my word. Hear what my word says concerning that. But you know, it's a hard thing a lot of times to just give up to God, to just let it all go to him. Just, Just let it go and walk away. It takes 
practice. You got to work on that. You got to pray for that. The Lord will ever come up, I'll immediately run to you and let it go. When I pray about it, let me let it go. If it come back to my remembrance again, let me pray about it and let it go. Don't let me try to figure it out. Don't let me try to work it out. Let me just let you bless me because you already worked it out. We winners. We we winners. We're on that winning team. We got a heavenly father that have all power. No need to doubt. No need to fret. Let it go. Turn it loose. Put it on the altar before him and walk away. Because we serve the God that can fix anything. We serve a God that can turn things around. We serve a God when man says no, he says yes, because with man, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. We want to remember these things and remain blessed. See, a lot of this, if we remember and obey it, we won't fall short. We won't go left when we should be going right, and we won't go right when we should be going left. Why? We remember in the word of God. In this hour, 2022, my goodness alive, I don't see how the world making it. I need Almighty God. I need his word to get me through. I need prayer to get me through these times. These are some crazy times. And people are doing everything that they're big enough to do in these times, in 2022. I said it years ago, before we got to 2022, but today I said, if you think I would go up in a club a nightclub come out a party in 2022, you have lost your mind. No way I'm going to be around it. I wouldn't drink alcohol in 2022. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, we smoke it. No, 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 no. It's too much going on for me to be fogged out. It is too much going on for me not to watch as well as pray in 2022. You're in the danger zone. I'm just telling you. We went to bed one night and had never heard of COVID, uh, a coronavirus. Many of us, we had never heard of no coronavirus. All of us on the bleach bottle and Lysol and all. I never really read that and really paid it no attention because I didn't have no problem. Went to bed. Just fine. Everything was good like normal. Woke up. And people were scrambling like squirrely birds. <laughs> talking about a virus. I said, what is a corona? It's a virus. It's killing people. It's killing a lot of people. They say don't go outside without a mask. Well, I was out there yesterday without one. Well, they say don't go out today without one. That thing is deadly. And people just begin to just bombard me and just swamp me. What is this? What is this? Adi, 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 adi. My daughter, she calling and, and, and what in the world is going on? Mom, we just got to trust God. I said, and you know, that's all we got. 
One man saying one thing, some saying they get people big and that they hurry up and make a vaccine. I said they were throwing kerosene and gas and uh, a baking soda and a little light saw, <laughs> a little pine saw, <laughs> and spin it around in some type of bucket and uh, put a little clearness on it, you know, number whatever, 23, to make it clear. And they pushed it out. They're shooting this in you now. And it's go, it can't help but go away because all that I put in this, if it can stand against this vaccine, it needs to stay well. Not that, that don't really do too much or nothing. It, it's no cure. It, it, it don't wipe it away. We've been in this thing two years now, and people still are dying from COVID. You don't hear a lot about it, but people are dying from COVID. People are catching it still. Yeah, people still got COVID, getting COVID-19. Yeah, my niece just had it uh, last week and week before, I think it was. I said, you sick? She said, yeah. She worked at a hospital. Then another friend she had, she said she thought it was her sinuses and things acting up. Yeah, brother, even though you get the uh, a vaccine, you still get sick from COVID. I, I thank God I'm covered. They said some people have it and don't even know it. Well, I thank God for the blood, the blood of his son, Jesus. I thank God for being covered in the blood. I've been some places, y'all. Been around some people. Yeah. At the flea market, it's all kind of people come through there. Don't you remember? It's all kind of people out there. I went over to Mimi. Mimi from Cambodia. All kind of people come over there. Yeah. Men are getting bad side effects from the vaccine. I knew that. And I was thinking this. Before I even heard about it, I said, well, if I fool with this here, where will I be in five years? Where will I be in three years? Next year, what would be my thoughts? Next year, how would I, would I have any major illnesses, you know, that hadn't come out yet, but the vaccine had pushed? What? No, I, no, thank you. I'm good. I trust God. I stay to myself much, much as possible. And uh, life's all things and go on. It'll be all right. It will be all right in Jesus' name. We covered in the blood and we got to believe that because you are. If you're saved, you're covered in his blood. You sanctify, fill with his spirit. You're covered. If his name is a place where the righteous, that's his name, is a place where the righteous can run in and be saved. What is he to us? Our Lord and Savior. I, not just save me from sin, not just save me from the world, but he saved me from COVID-19. He saved me from coronavirus. He saved me from monkeypox. He saved me from anything coming my way that's not him. He saved me. He's my Lord and Savior. He's the Lord with all power. He stand up against anything. Nothing can come against him. Nothing will ever defeat him. He, that's the highest you can go in power. That's it. And all power is for us. <laughs> all power is on our side today. 
Hallelujah. Amen goes right there this morning. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Listen, we're going to morning prayer. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back with a request of the morning. And uh, our guest today is Dr. Anthony Pacetti. And uh, I like the story of uh, this woman named Jean. They call her Sister Jean, if I'm not mistaken. And she went to help some people. She, she had children, and she didn't have no support. And uh, she went to help some women, you know, teach them about the word the best that she could and this and that. And I got birth a ministry out of this thing. So we're looking forward to him coming this morning and sharing with us. I hit him up and I'm waiting on him to respond back or come in or do something. I told him 730. So he'll be in at 730. Good morning, Irene. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. I uh, got busy. We yesterday evening I had already worked with some people that morning, and one of the same people came back yesterday evening. So, you know, sometimes it be a double take. Sometimes what we'll discuss this morning, it, 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 stuff is added to it later on in the same day. So many times people come back for prayer, or uh, sometimes they come back to tell me, you know, hey, this been added to it, and. And that is going on, you know. And uh, can you pray for this? Or they tell me stuff. And while they tell me a lot of times, I just began to pray. So I didn't get back to you uh, before I went to bed last night, Irene. And I'm going to try and uh, set myself a reminder. Because once I let go and just go on and get busy, then I'm stretched out. You know, I'm working. And that's what I do. But we thank God this morning. We thank God for his grace and his mercy, most of all for his love. Hallelujah. Love lifted me. Love covers a multitude of sin. God looked beyond fault, yet meet me. Yeah. Oh, I love him today. I love him. I love him. And I thank God. Hallelujah. I thank him all for what he's done for me. Save me. He sanctified me. He set me aside. Uh-huh. And baptize me in the spirit. He feels me. Oh, I'm all right right there. Amen goes right there. So listen, we're going to prayer and then we're coming back with a morning request. God, we're grateful. Because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God. Because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength in our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, O oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. 
rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord, but we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord, where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, uh, and give us a refilling, Lord, uh, that when we leave here today, Lord, uh, we can leave with your anointing, Lord, uh, that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, uh, they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, we thank you because you are a healer. Uh, you're the God that healeth thee, uh, and healing is in your wings, uh, and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Uh, you're able to save our troubled souls. Uh, and in the name of Jesus, uh, find every demon, Lord, uh, every demonic force, Lord, uh, God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you, Lord, uh, because we know for every right desire, uh, there is an answer, uh, and Jesus, you're that answer. Uh, there's no need for us, God, uh, to turn hither or thither, Lord. Uh, we need but to look for you, Lord, uh, because you're the answer, God, uh, for our troubled lives, Lord. Uh, touch on the day, God. Uh, break every yoke, oh God. Uh, save on the day, God. Uh, Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able. Able Jesus to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise and we'll bless you Lord yes we thank you Lord and we bless your holy name come on open your mouth and give the Lord some praise 
sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Supreme Seven this morning and leave it in the hands of the Lord. And before them, uh, Pastor Mark Hinton prayed the prayer of faith for us. I love that prayer, right? I can listen to it over and over and over and over. Yeah, he prays that. And uh, I thank God for prayer. I thank God we can go to him for anything, go before him for anything. The scripture says we can come boldly before the throne of grace and make our petition known unto Almighty God. You can go and tell him what's troubling you. Yeah. You can tell him what's on your mind, what's on your heart. Hallelujah. And it is already all right in Jesus' name. We thank God this morning for his word. For the word of God is a lamp unto our feet. It shows us which way to go. It's a light unto our path. You know, it's shining abroad away. You can look and see much better the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, lamp unto our feet. The scripture says, forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven. I believe it was John. Uh, maybe in the eighth chapter, if I'm not mistaken, around 38, somewhere down there, John says, sanctify them through that truth. <laughs> but that word ooh, is true. Let me tell you, if ever there was a God that was true, it's Jehovah. The God that said, let there be light and light appeared. He spoke it. Spoke light into existence. He didn't do nothing. He just spoke it. And gave us that same authority to speak it. The same God that so loved us. That he brought his son from just being the word and and, and wrapped him in flesh. And let him dwell among man. Yeah, that we get to see him. You can touch him. You can feel him. Yeah, he's real. This God is real. His son is real. The word taught me that God is a spirit. He's not flesh and blood like us. He made his son to be flesh and blood because he wanted to save us. He wanted us to believe him. He loved us. Look what he did. He made us for his pleasure. We're to please God. That's why he made man. He want man to please him. And the more we please him, the more he will bless us. We have to just cut the world right out. Yeah, just draw a line between us and the world, well, the spiritual and the world. But every opportunity, God, open a little door where that line has been drawn. We go through that door to pull some more over on the spiritual side. But he's real this morning. He's a real God, Jehovah. His son, Jesus, is real. He truly suffered. He hung, he bled, he died. He went down in hell, conquered all, and rose with all. It, it is really true. I don't have no need to wake up this early in the morning and come and lie to nobody, especially on July 4th, when folks roasting, you know, and grilling off ribs and, and chicken and chicken meat and making sides. Yeah, I, I, I don't have no reason to come and lie. I could be in there making that homemade banana pudding and a bowl of potato salad to take to somebody's house so I can exchange my salad and dessert to get some of that chicken and rib to go with it. Yeah, yeah. And a few of them baked beans over there, baked just to perfection. Oh, yeah. 
But I said that to tell you he's real. He's real. But you got to make him be real in your life. You got to believe this morning. And we're going to trust in him. Look at Louis Rib. Baby back said that. Louis, baby back. Yeah, we got to make God come alive. Make his word. His word is not just a, a, a black letters on white paper or red letters on, 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 on white paper. To me. In the red letters, this is what Jesus said. No, that word is a living word. It's a lie. Hallelujah. And when you put that word to work, it's going to do what, it, what, the, what, what God said it would do. Whatever that word said, that's what it's going to do. You got to believe and trust it. Sometimes you believe and just stand still. And if you stand long enough, here come the promise of the word. I'm a living witness. And we can speak those things that are not as though they were. God is faithful unto us. Somebody prayed for me. Somebody praying for me. And I hope they continue to keep me in prayer. Keep me before the Lord and God will keep me strong. In him, I won't go left when he's telling me to go right. I won't go right when he's telling me to go left. Sin won't find me. I won't find sin. Sin won't find me. When I tell you he's a savior, he will save you from things. That devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's been to snatch this ministry for years. He comes so he can put an ugly title over my name. The good name that God gave me. The name that God let me work while it was day to get. That devil constantly after that. But I, I, I just have to let him know great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. All power is on my side. I got greater in me. The only way I fall is I choose to fall. And you often heard me tell you the devil will make a fool and a liar out of you, but you got to allow him to do it. Stand up for what's right and keep pushing in Jesus. I used to tell my kid, these grown adults, well, I, well, this and that and that and this and this and that and that and this. They sell it out on the phone. You know, they used to sell out on the phone, not in person. Yeah, because it might be a misunderstanding. I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And I meant this thing. Oh, they would get so angry with me. I said, well, I'm going to just run on in Jesus, okay? You you deal with that. And I'm running on up the King's Highway. I'm running on in Jesus. And I hang my phone up. <laughs> I love it when I call her mama. I said, yeah. Mama sees so-and-so. I said, you can't make me uh, understand foolishness, boy. I said, you can't make me understand foolishness. I said, and, uh, have y'all forgotten I can see? Y'all call me with this foolishness. God already done showed me. Get somewhere. Okay, mama, all right, I'll hang my phone up. I ain't got time for nonsense. You're not going to pull me out my place to my mama and, and son and, and mama and daughter, mama and children. Honey, if I love y'all more than I love him, I'm not worthy of him. No, I turn children loose. I've had many mothers that say, Barbara, how can you do it? I love God for real. I believe what his word said for real. I stand on the word. After standing on the word, I stand some more. I know he's real. 
and you think I'm going to play out here? Oh, no, uh, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir. I, I can't do it. Hell is hot, and it enlarges itself daily. And let me tell you something. They done flipped the word, switched the word around. They got to say this when God meant that. Oh, but one thing I learned, hold on to what you know. You hold on to what you know. Don't let these people come with all this new wave, new age teaching. Yeah, and some of us sound so good. Some, now, that kind of makes sense. And the Lord will say, but that's not me. <laughs> Look at this here. <laughs> and hold on to what you know. Yeah, you know better. So hold on to what you know. You're going to be all right. Look. I got to go to account a little bit of a long song this morning. I um, have something coming. I was looking for uh, Dr. Persetti this morning, but maybe he's busy. And uh, I don't know if he's in the country or he's out of the country. So we're moving on in Jesus' name. And uh, I just thank God. I just thank God. All right, we're going to this one this morning. This is a request. So I'm getting a request out the way first today.
attention to the book of Acts, Acts the 20th chapter, look with me there at verse 7, again that is Acts 20th chapter, we'll commence reading at verse 7, and when you found it, say, man. And there you'll find these words, and upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chamber where they were gathered together. And there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus, being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep, and fell down from the third law, and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him, and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life, is in him. When he therefore was come up again, he had broken bread and eaten, and talked a long while, even to break of day. So he departed. And our last and final verse, verse 12, reads, And they brought the young man alive, and were not a little comforted. We ask God, if you would, out of the blessings, the reading, the hearers, especially to the doers of his word. As you take your seat, you're not too mean this morning, and you don't mind helping me preach for these next few moments. Look over at the person who sat next to you. Take him or her by the hand, look them in the eye, and... If you recognize them as a person that owes you some money, this is a fine time to get it. But look at that neighbor eyeball to eyeball and say to them these words with a real loud voice, say, neighbor, your fall wasn't fatal. That's what I'm going to talk to you about. Your fall was not fatal. I would that you pray with us and pray for us as we endeavor to preach this message as the Lord would see fit. Your fall was not fatal. My brothers and sisters, by the clock on the wall, we must understand and recognize that 
we are living in the last and evil days. We are living in perilous times. We're living in a day and an age where right is becoming wrong, and wrong is becoming right. We're living in a time where men are becoming women, and women are becoming men. We live in a day and in an age where children are killing their parents, and parents are killing their children. I submit to you this morning, Fairfield, that we are living in a time of great chaos, a time of confusion and calamity. When we turn on the news, we see stories of people, young and old, dying innocent deaths every day. We see people's homes being burglarized, cars being stolen. It feels that it seems as if there's no safety in this world. It seems that we are a man terrified to go out of our own front doors because of fear of what could or might happen to us. It's a sad day when we leave our homes in the mornings to go to work or to school and don't know if we'll return back home. But I'm reminded of the scripture where it said the name of the Lord, it is a strong tower. The righteous can run therein and be saved. My brothers and sisters, this day in which we live in is a day, amen, that is fearful. We live in a day of, amen, a, a fearful, a fretful, and fatal society. It's fearful. It's so, it's so, so fearful because when we go to sleep at night, we don't know if something will happen next door to us or if someone will even, amen, drive by our houses. We, we just don't know. When we look at the news, we see a lot of stories. We see a lot of stories that have fatal endings. When we look at the story of a young man, Trayvon Martin, there in Florida, his story had a fatal ending. A young man walking home from the convenience store with a bag of Skittles and an Arizona tea looked suspicious because he had on a hood. And the, the, amen, the, the patrol shot him and got off. Trayvon's story had a fatal ending. We look, we look there in Ferguson, Missouri, Mike Brown, the young man who was suspected to be somewhere doing something at the wrong time. Officer shot and killed him there in his own apartment complex. Mike Brown's story had a fatal ending. Y'all going to pray with me after a while. We, we see Eric Gardner there in the state of New York was choked by the police officer telling him he could not breathe and he was later killed by that police officer because he could not breathe. Eric's story had a fatal ending. We see here recently, 
amen, Freddie Gray in the city of Baltimore, whose, amen, spinal cord was severed by the police officer in the paddy wagon. He later died in the hospital. Amen. Freddie's story had a fatal ending. Well, what does fatal mean? Fatal means capable of causing or causing death. Fatal can mean capable of ruin or causing disaster. All of these stories, plus more that I just named, all had a fatal ending. But I venture to say there's many stories sitting in this room who did not make it to the 10 o'clock news. I wish I had a witness in here. Your, your story didn't make it to ABC or CNN. Your story did not make it to Channel 2 or Fox 5. And you know why your story didn't make it? Because it wasn't, it wasn't fatal. And you know how I know your story wasn't fatal? Because I'm looking at you. You're sitting in here right now, and you're dressed up, you're looking good, you're smelling good, you might not feel good, but you're here. And that lets me know that your story didn't have a, a fatal ending. The songwriter said a few years ago, tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases, people are slipping away. The economy is down. People can't get enough pay. But as for me, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Because guess what? It could have been me. I wish I had a witness in here. Outdoors, with no food, with no clothes, left alone without a friend. Or just another number with a tragic or fatal end. But here's the shouting part. He didn't see fit. Y'all going to hit me after a while. To let none of these things be. But every day by his power he keeps on keeping me. I just wonder, is there anybody else in here besides me that want to tell him thank you? I may not have everything that I want, but God, I thank you. I may not drive the car I want to drive, but I got one. God, I, I thank you. I may not live in a mansion on the hill, but I got a roof over my head. God, I thank you. I may not have millions in the bank, but when I pay my bills, I can pay them on time with money left in my pocket. God, I thank you. So we find that a lot of stories end fatally. We find that a lot of stories have a tragic ending. Believe it or not, brothers and sisters, there are some people who have died with the same illness you're suffering with right now. There are some people who have been in car accidents as bad as or if not worse than the one you were in, and you still here. There are some people who've been evicted out of their house, who've had their car repossessed. 
who's lost their job, and they still struggling. They still can't find their way. But you lost your job three years ago, and you done got a new house and a new car. I wish I had somebody to talk to me in here. You got money in your pocket. You, The Lord has been taking care of you. I'm going to the text after I say this. The old saints would say, be not dismayed. Whatever the time, for surely the Lord will take care of you. As I scurry to the text, we find the Apostle Paul. Paul, this 20th chapter of Acts, was on his third and final missionary journey. Paul was on his way to Jerusalem. He wanted to get there by today, which was the Feast of Pentecost, because he had already missed the Feast of the Passover. So Paul left Ephesus, and he left Ephesus because of some unruly people. He left Ephesus because of this man by the name of Demetrius. Demetrius was a craftsman. He was a silversmith. He made this idol god by the name of Diana. And the Ephesians worshipped this idol. And one day, Demetrius thought about that thing. He said, now here this preacher is in our time messing with our money. Now you can sit there like you ain't never had nobody try to mess with your money if you want to. But... Let somebody try to interrupt your flow of income. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Let somebody owe you some money. You're going to go looking for them. Everything is going to stop when your money is involved. The Bible says Demetrius called all the other craftsmen together. He said, now look, there's this preaching town, and he's telling and persuading people that there's only one true and living God. He said, we've got to stop him. He must be stopped because we're going to lose business because they're going to start believing what he's saying. So he got all of them on his side, and the Bible says that they dragged two of Paul's companions in the amphitheater. And they started chanting and yelling, great is the goddess of Diana, of amen, of Ephesus. And the Bible says they chanted and yelled this for two hours. The Bible even points out that there was great confusion in the city. There were people that had come into the amphitheater that didn't even know why they were there. They were just there following the crowd. And I stick a pen right there and let you know, don't always follow the crowd. Just because everybody else is doing it don't mean you have to do it. Just because they bills ain't getting paid don't mean the chores ain't getting paid. Maybe they need to trust God a little bit. So he said, they were in the amphitheater yelling and chanting, Great is the goddess Diana of Ephesians. And the ruler, the leader came and said, Now, why have y'all drugged these two men in here? They haven't robbed the temple. They haven't done anything out of order. Why are you bothering and picking on these two men? He looked at Demetrius and told Demetrius and the other craftsmen, if you won't, amen, if you have a case against Paul, then the courts are open. 
you can take Paul and state your claim. Then the Bible says that after he had spoken this, they dismissed. So here in the 20th chapter, we find Paul leaving Ephesus after the uproar. Paul got out of town and he headed to Macedonia. He went to Macedonia, then down to Greece. And he stayed in Greece for three months. And then when Paul got ready to head back, he was going to go through a man Syria. But the Bible says that the Jews had plotted to kill Paul. So Paul went back through Macedonia. And he stopped in Troas where he stayed for a week. And here is where we find the setting of our text. The Bible says it was on the first day of the week, which means it was on Sunday. The Bible says that they gathered in the upper room. And it says that Paul began to preach. The Bible says that Paul long preached. In other words, Paul was long-winded, as we would say. But Paul knew that this was probably the last time he would see these people in Troas. So he said, I'm going to tell you everything I've got to say now, just in case I don't see you anymore. So the Bible says that Paul preached this sermon, and theologians suggest that this sermon was about six to ten hours long. I'm going to hurry up and bring mine to a close. But Paul's message was about six to ten hours long. It said that he broke bread. In other words, Paul served the Lord's Supper. Because it said that whenever the saints gathered, they always observed the death of our Lord. So here it is, my brothers and sisters. Paul is preaching. And there's a young man that shows up by the name of Eutychus. The Greek text says that he was a Neonia, which means he was between 24 and 40 years old. Now, Scripture tells us that a man, Eutychus, sat in the window of the room. Now, the question rises, why did Eutychus sit in the window? Maybe, perhaps, Eutychus sat in the window, for there were, as the text said, many lights in the room. Now, Luke, Dr. Luke, the physician, was a disciple of Paul, and he wrote the book of Acts. And Luke points out the fact that there were lights in the room because people thought that when they gathered, they were doing some type of lewd or demonic practices. So he points out the fact that there were lights in the room. We weren't doing anything crazy, but we were serving and praising the Lord. So perhaps Eutychus sat in the window for ventilation. Maybe he sat in the window to get a man some fresh air so that the smoke from the lights would not suffocate him. Or perhaps Eutychus sat in the window because he got to church late. Theologians suggest that Eutychus was a servant, so perhaps he had been working late all day. He had been working late, and he got off work, but he made up in his mind. I don't care how late I get off. I don't care how long I work. I don't care how tired I am. I'm going to church. 
I wonder, is there anybody else in here that has that same attitude? I don't care what kind of week I had. I don't care how I feel in my body. No matter what's going on, I'm going to find my way to church. If I have to get there late and I don't get my normal seat, I'm going to church. So the Bible says that Eutychus found himself in a window, perhaps because he was late and there were no more seats. Or maybe Eutychus had to sit in this window because he got to church on time, but you know how we do. We put our purse, our Bibles, our cell phones, our scarves in the seat next to us saying, this seat is for sister so-and-so, you can't sit right. I'm not talking about that fee. I'm talking about churches in Atlanta. You can't sit right here because somebody's sitting here. So Utica said, I'll just sit myself in the window. So Utica sits in the window and Paul is preaching. And the Bible says that Utica was overcome with sleep. Now, don't you think that if Eutychus knew he was sleepy and tired, he wouldn't have sat in the he wouldn't have sat in the window. If 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 Eutychus was like some of us that come to church with the intention of going to sleep, I'm not I'm not talking about nobody in here. I'm, but if he had the intention of going to sleep, he wouldn't have sat in the window. But the Bible says that he was sunken. He was come over with a deep sleep. And while Paul was preaching, Eutychus fell from the third law and was taken up dead. Historians suggest to us that this fall was orchestrated or caused by the devil. You 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 know how it is. You know how it is when you're in church, and the devil will creep up in your mind and have you thinking thoughts that you should not think. You 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 know how it is when when you're sitting right here in church and somebody walk in that you just cannot stand. And the devil will start saying stuff in your mind, having you thinking, false. you somewhere else. You're not even in church no more. My brothers and sisters, I've come to tell you, you're falling right in church. I wish I had a witness in here. You, 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 you're falling in church. You can be in church singing in the choir Playing the instruments, ushering around the walls, amen, Sunday after Sunday. Faithful in Sunday school, faithful in Bible study, faithful to rehearsals and meetings, but you ain't living worth nothing Saturday. I wish I had a witness in here. You you dress up in Sunday clothes. You put on your Sunday face. You put on your Sunday voice. You put on your Sunday persona, but when Sunday is over... When Sunday afternoon hit, not even Sunday night, but when you get in your house and pull your clothes off, you forget all about your falling. 
Bible says you to conceal from the third law and was taken up dead. The Bible says that Paul went down. It didn't say that Paul sent Luke. Luke was there. Because if you notice the text, he said we and us, which suggests to us that Paul was there with Luke. Paul didn't, amen, say to Luke, go check on the boy and see if he's all right. I'm going to keep preaching. But the Bible says Paul stopped his message and went down where the boy was and fell on him and embraced him. What that mean, What that simply means is Paul made a physical connection. Paul put his body against the boy's body so that the power of God in Paul could connect. Y'all ain't going to pray with him here. That he could connect with the spirit of this boy. I imagine, I imagine Paul said, don't nobody else need to go down. Don't nobody, don't nobody else need to go down. I'm going to stop my message. I'm going to stop preaching to go see about him myself because, see, I've been where he is. I wish I had a witness in there. I've been right where that boy is. You remember that day on the Damascus Road when I was headed to preach and persecute and lock up and kill folks for preaching Jesus and a light shined from heaven and knocked me and I fell. I fell off of my donkey. Paul said, I'm going to go where because I know where he is. I've been where he is. Brothers and sisters, don't be so quick to pray for folks if you don't know what they're going through. If you ain't never been through what they're going through, you stay away from them. Let somebody who knows what it feels like to be down. Y'all ain't going to talk to me here. Let, let somebody, if you ain't never with a man through a divorce, you can't give nobody advice on a divorce. If you ain't never been married, you can't tell nobody how to be a good wife. Stay in your place. Paul said, I'm going down. This is the same, the same Paul that said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. Paul had the power of God. Who raised Jesus from the dead down on the inside of him. And the Bible says that it's the spirit of him that raised Christ dwells in you. He shall quicken your mortal bodies. So the Bible says Paul went down. He laid on him and embraced him. And then he turned around and said, Trouble not yourself. For his life is in him. Now, theologians suggest that the boy was dead. Could you imagine falling from three stories to the ground? You, 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 you bound to die. But Paul, when he embraced him, he said, trouble not yourself. His life is in him. In other words, Paul was talking to two sets of people. I could imagine that Eutychus' family was there, and they were sad in their spirit. They had saw their loved one come to church, 
and die. Who wants to come to church and die? Can I stick a pen right there and tell you, don't spend all of your life coming to church. Don't spend all of your time in church and then die. Yeah, I know what I said because the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. So if you just come into church out of routine, y'all ain't going to talk to me here. If you just come into church because mama told you, if you just coming out of tradition but you hadn't received the gift of God, you shall surely. So I imagine his family was sad. They started getting on Facebook and Twitter saying, pray for our family. My cousin Utica came to church and died. More information forthcoming. Pray for us. Yeah, y'all know how we get. Soon as something happened, person ain't even cold yet, and we already telling folks that they done died. We don't know what God can do in the next fleeting moments, and that's why Paul said, trouble not yourself. Don't get sad. Don't get despondent for his life. Is in it? So Paul said that to encourage the family. We just going to imagine that the family was there. And Paul said, don't trouble yourself. Don't get sad. But then he said it to this other group of folks. The ones that started talking about Utica. Now this boy going to come to church and sit in a window. What kind of fool is he? Why would you sit in the window and it's a wide open window knowing you can fall? This boy was quick. He should have died. He should have died. Matter of fact, let me call Mary. Can you believe this boy came to church, sat in the window, fell out and died? Now this preacher down here talking about the trouble not so sick. This boy's dead. I don't know. He's dead. Okay. Let me bring it home. Utica fell out of a three-story window. He fell from three stories. Well, if you can't relate to that story, I fell about three years ago. And some of y'all were in here calling, folks, can you believe that boy that preached? That boy that's been singing and running behind, bitten all these years, he done fell? I don't know what they're hollering for. I don't know what they're talking about trouble. Now, this boy is dead. It's over. It's over. He ain't coming back. He, he's gone. dare you to look at your neighbor and say, don't count me out. So Eutychus fail. And don't you sit in here pumping paws and pies like you ain't never failed. The only difference between my fall and Eutychus fall, didn't nobody hear or see yours. But you did fall. So Paul embraced him. He told the people, trouble not yourself. His life is still in it. 
And after Paul had said this, he didn't do nothing else. Wasn't nothing else that needed to be done. Scripture said Paul went back upstairs and kept on preaching. My brothers and sisters, I've come to tell you, when you put it in the Lord's hand, ain't nothing else you need to do. Carry on what you're doing. Go on with your life. Because when you put it in the Lord's hand, he can handle it. Tell your neighbor, put it all in his hand. So as I hurry to a close, number one, we find in verse 7 and 8 that there was a place. Bible tells us that they were gathered in the upper chamber. And I've come to tell you tonight that you can be in the right place at the right time and still capable of falling. Doesn't matter if you're singing in the choir stand, you can fall. Doesn't matter if you're preaching in the pulpit, you can fall. Doesn't matter if you're serving on the usher board or the deacon board, you too can still uh, fall. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 10 and 12, Wherefore let a man that thinketh he stand, take heed lest he fall. But then he goes on to say in the 13th verse, There have no temptation taken you but which is common to man. But God is faithful. Do anybody know he's faithful? He will not suffer you to be tempted above measure. He will not suffer you to be tempted above more than you're able. But with every temptation, he'll make a way of escape. And I stopped by to tell somebody tonight that you're not the first one to fall. And according to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, you sure won't be the last. But the Bible tells us that a righteous man falls seven times, and he rises up again. Why don't you look over and encourage your neighbor and tell him, neighbor, you may be down, but I'm here to tell you, you're not out. The Bible tells us in Galatians 6 and 1, He said, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye which are spiritual, you've got to be spiritual. He said, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest thou be tempted. My brothers and sisters, I've come to tell you, your fall may not be my fault. Your temptation may not be my temptation. But one way or another, you will be tempted. The Bible tells us that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So number one, we find the place. And then number two, We find the preacher. Paul was a great preacher. And Paul preached his message under the power of the Holy Ghost. And I know that Paul 
was preaching under the power of the Holy Ghost. Because the devil showed up and tried to interrupt Paul's preaching. And I've come to tell you that whenever the devil shows up, whenever the devil sticks up his ugly head, then you ought to know that what you're doing and what you're saying, it is right. And I can be witnessing here. So the Bible says that the preacher was preaching. And the Bible says that uh, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of the Lord. And how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach unless he be sent? And I've come to tell you that uh, when the Lord has called you to preach, you can't go on your own power. You can't go in your name, but you got to go in his name. Can I get me a witness in here? Number one, we find the place. Number two, we find the preacher. But then, number three, we find the purpose. And uh, Eutychus' soul had a purpose. Can I get me a witness in here? Lean over and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I fell on purpose. I didn't fall just to be fallen. I didn't fall just for the heck of it. But I fell for a purpose. And my purpose was for point number four. And point number four is the power of God. Have I got me a witness here? Yes. God set Eutychus in that window to make him fall, to show his power. Can I get me a witness in here? Look over and tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I was set up to fall down so that he could bring me back. Can I get me a witness? I was sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within. Sinking to run no more. But the master, have I got a witness here, of the sea, he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me. Now safe, safe am I. Grab your neighbor by his or her hand and say, neighbor, I fell, but I'm up. I fell, but I'm back. I was down, but I wasn't out. You probably talked about me, but look at me now. You probably talked about me. Scandalize my name, but look at me now. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I started from the bottom, and now I'm here. Yeah, I say yes. Number 
find the place. Number two, we find the preaching. Number three, we find the purpose. And then number four, we find power. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, there is power. One working power in the blood. Yeah, I know it was the blood. Yeah, for it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. The blood that gives me strength, it will never never lose the power. Say yes. The people, they probably thought that Paul's preaching would be Eutychus's eulogy. But tell your neighbor, it wasn't a eulogy. It was a comeback message. It wasn't a goodbye. But it was a hello. It wasn't a farewell. But it was a See you later, and I'm so glad that every day the Lord He keep on keeping me. Do anybody know Him? Has anybody tried Him? Won't He walk with you? Won't He talk with you? Won't He make a way out of no way? I'm leaving you now. Good evening, Fairfield. Farewell. May the Lord God bless you real good, and may heaven smile upon you. But oh, I'm so glad that Jesus, he picked me up when I fell. He turned, turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. Say yes, I'm leaving you now. Eutychus fell ha, from three stories. Ha, in their right, ha, I fell ha, three years ago. Ha, in their right, ha, but I'm reminded ha, of one more three. Ha, one Friday evening. Have I got a witness? Ha, one Friday evening. Ha, Jesus, ha, he went to Calvary. Yonder's cross. Ha, they hung him high. Ha, and they stretched him wide. He hung his head. And for me, he died. They put him in a barry tomb. He stayed there all night Friday. Stayed there all day Saturday. Stayed there all night Saturday. But three days later, Utica fell from three stories. Where's that thing? Ha. 
just a radio. This is Jesus in the Morning Radio, spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The minister this morning, that was Minister Tory Fountain. And uh, the name of his message was Fall, uh, Your Fall Was Not Fatal. And uh, we just heard Mr. Russ Taft. When he set me free. I like that little song right there. I play it all in my truck. Yeah. And uh, I'm grateful this morning. Unto God for good gospel music. And uh, anybody else heard of Echo? Brother Lewis said he was hearing Echo in the music and everything other than what I say. What I'm talking, you don't hear the Echo. But when I play music, uh, Minister Fountain was preaching, you know, he could hear the Echo. So, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Brother Lewis, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, you know, it's the recent downloads that I put into uh, the studio because uh, Russ song, uh, When He Set Me Free, I put that in a while ago. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. It could be the uh, song vault or where I'm getting the songs from YouTube and things like that. But, I thank God this morning that your fall wasn't was not fatal because sometimes things go on and uh, we don't understand what's going on and we think it's the end. You know, this this is going to take us out of this going to get worse and I don't know what to do with this, but he said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He said you're more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Through his son, Christ Jesus, that loves us. So this is why we go boldly before the throne of grace to make our petition known unto Almighty God. He's got all the power. And we want to remember this daily. All power is for us. Hallelujah. And so we thank him this morning. The studio is open. Uh, if anyone have anything they would like to say, please feel free this morning to press that number one and come in today and uh, share with us. Yeah, we like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, and it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. And so we're thankful uh, unto Almighty God. And uh, it's already all right today. Over and over and over again. So we're going to this one. And, um, well, let's see if we can find the old one. And um, see if there's an echo in that one. And uh, we'll go from there. Let me know, Brother Lou, if you hear echo in this song. Lord, you are 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's our everything. He is our everything. Anything we need, he's got it and more. And so we thank him for another July 4th uh, of this year, 2020. God has brought many of us from a mighty long ways. Yeah. A long ways. Yeah. Every day he has kept us. Yeah. Many things come during that day, but it's a day that he made. And we can rejoice and be glad in the day. Yeah, the day is perfect because he made the day. It's the things that come during the day. Sometimes trouble comes, sickness comes, death comes. Many different things come during the day. But we thank him for the day because we are there during the day. Grateful unto him. I appreciate him. I love him this morning. Uh, It was him that first loved me. And without his love, I would know what love is. And so I thank him. All right, Brother Lewis, God bless you. That's the older song I played. It's not a recent one I downloaded. So uh, there shouldn't have been no echo with that one. But uh, we thank him this morning. And I'm going to have the, um, uh, what these people call, the, the ones that fix on your computer and things. I'm going to have them to come and uh, take a look at it because they do it online. And uh, the technician, yeah, when I got this computer a few months back, it came with free technical services. So all I do is put a ticket in, and then they'll come and uh, work all the sound out with me. So hopefully tomorrow morning we won't have uh, echoes in the song or echo in the message. It will just play all the way clear. And, you know, God is just good. God is just good. And uh, gave me um, that message by uh, Minister Tory Fountain this morning. I found that at the last minute because um, Dr. Ponsetti couldn't make it. So you always have to have a ram in the bush. And so I already had this one. <laughs> and uh, I'm grateful. Uh, unto Almighty God for it. And, and uh, Dr. Pacetti and I could have got our dates mixed up. I said Monday the 3rd, and it was Monday the 4th. And so maybe he's away celebrating uh, the holiday or something, you know. But I wrote, I did send him a message, and he'll get back to me hopefully, and uh, maybe we can reschedule with him. God bless you this morning. Enjoy your holiday. And uh, those that are grilling and cooking out and have family over, going over to family, enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. Pray for somebody uh, while you're out celebrating. I um, had planned to go to Jacksonville to my niece and uh, just pick me up a couple of plates from their house and bring it home. I don't feel it. I don't feel it and I'm not going. And so there's uh, about eight miles from me, a Woody's barbecue, Bro Lewis. Woody's, Bro Lewis, the baby back ribs so good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so I'm going to run down to Woody's and get a half a slab. And that'll last me a couple of days. And uh, I'm thinking about the size. I don't know if I want the baked beans, and but I'll probably get the green beans. Green beans. A baked potato and a salad. Yeah, that sounds good. 
Uh, I have seafood, shrimp, you know, fish, but I think I'd just rather have the baby bags and the uh, green beans and things and just do that and uh, make me some pineapple lemonade tea. I mean, pineapple lemonade, pineapple lemonade, y'all, and have that and enjoy it. I found out my buddy makes something called Hallelujah Juice. As I told Sion, hey, ask him what two of the ingredients he put in there. Yeah. I know it is wonderful. And he makes the Jamaican stew peas, too. So I'm going to uh, get with them when I'm in the Orlando area. Let them know when I'm coming. And uh, he tell me what to bring, and I'll bring the ingredients uh, to make those stew peas while I'm down there. And he can go ahead and uh, make me some, especially if they got an Instapot. Go ahead and make me some stew peas. Oh, that is so good. It's a Jamaican dish. That is so good. I had never had that before. And uh, my friend Erica made it for me. Now she can't turn because I'm like, where the stew peas? Where the stew peas? Yeah. And so I thank God for good people. Thank God for those who cook and don't mind sharing. That is a blessing. That is a blessing. So, um, we're moving right along this morning, and uh, if no one have anything they would like to say, I will pray us out early this morning, and uh, that way those who are prepping and cooking, you can continue, and uh, with no interruption. How about that? So raise your hand if you have something to say. If not, I will pray us out, like I said, this morning, and we get out early today, almost an hour early. All right, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you for your word today, for Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet, it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. We thank you this morning for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for being on our side in spite of us. Father, we thank you for looking beyond our fault and yet meeting our needs. Thank you for the many blessings that's coming our way today and the rest of the week. Oh, we thank you for what you've done already, what you're doing right now, and, Father, what you're going to do. Great and mighty things for your people. You made us for your pleasure. And, Father, you want to bless us. Give us the heart and mind to do the things that will cause your blessings to fall upon us. Forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings wrong thoughts, wrong speaking, and wrong feelings. And though our sins be as solid as we depart this morning, Father, washes us white as snow, cleanse us this day from all unrighteousness, and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us today in the name of Jesus. And Father, fix our hearts and regulate our minds. Help us to keep our minds on you. Help us to keep our minds in the right place, O oh God that you can bless us even the more. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. As we depart, Father, bless our going out and bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives today according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you this morning. Oh, one last thing before I go. Um, a friend of Brother Frank. Uh, Minister Bell uh, sent me a flyer for Brother Frank 
uh, and the flight, wait a minute, y'all, I'll tell you what it says. The flight said class of 2022, uh, June 25th, 2022, uh, celebration graduation honoring Apostle Dr. Frank Peoples, dual degree, master of theology, doctor of theology. To God be the glory. It's at 1 p.m. Uh, until 3 p.m. And it's Ephraim's Life Bible College and Seminary, uh, 38 Jaloma Drive in Ventura, California, 93036. So I thought I would just share that this morning. He'll be graduating on the 25th of July. Oh, June, he already did it, y'all. He already did it. Oh, I looked at the wrong date. June 25th, he graduated and he got his master's uh, dual dual degree, master's of theology and doctor of theology. Yeah, Brother Frank. And so we congratulate him. And I got to get them them uh, potatoes and beans in the mail. I didn't do it yet. I got some. I did get some to send to him, but uh, they were no good. And um, I mean, no spots on them, nothing like that. But you could smell the rot inside of the potato. So I wasn't going to ship that to him. But I will ship him uh, some better ones, you know, if I can find them, some better potatoes and uh, beans. And because uh, the first box I shipped to him, they sent it back. Brother Lewis said, yeah, Doc Frank. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so we just thank God this morning. But listen, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. July the 4th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and again, have a safe and blessed holiday. And we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Have a blessed day. Blessed day. Uh, well, let's do this.
the Lord, the Lord had promised. His word is true. He'll answer you. God is strengthen <clears throat> my life. Misery is trying. God is Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.